the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Have you ever been on a privilege walk? Well, you're about to go on one. The people who are pushing critical race theory like to tell you that it's really just about making sure that students are properly taught about all of America's sins. They also like to tell you that it's only taught in law school. I've seen uh, multiple people saying that in the last few days. But everybody on the planet now has their own personal video camera. You may have noticed that. And it's hard to get away with anything. A high school kid used his smartphone to capture a privilege walk at his school. In the video, you see about 20 kids lined up on a football field. They're kind of staggered. And there's an African-American teacher He's asking them questions, and they're supposed to respond by stepping forward or stepping back. Listen. ...by the police because they felt you were suspicious. Take one step backwards. You ever stop by the cops because they were suspicious of you? Take a step backwards. If you or your family ever inherited money or property, take a step forward. Of course. Money or property, take a step forward. If you come from a supportive family environment, take a step forward. If one of your parents was ever laid off or unemployed by choice, not by choice, take a step backwards. You have have a family member that was fired, not by choice, take a step backwards. All right, five more. If you were ever uncomfortable about a joke or statement you overheard related to your race, ethnicity, gender, appearance, or sexual orientation, but felt unsafe to confront the situation, take a step backwards. If you were ever uncomfortable about a joke, okay, like if anyone said, oh, that's so gay, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sorry I used to say that when I was younger. I admit that. And I know that's my fault and I won't do it again. All right? If your ancestors were forced to come to the U.S., not by choice, take a step backwards. If your ancestors were forced to come to the U.S., not by choice, take a step backwards. Next, if you took out loans for your education, oh, that that doesn't count. Uh, Do you want your kids' time uh, being wasted with this? Uh, Should teachers in schools full of high school students who don't read at the 8th grade level be wasting time on this instead of, you know, reading. Well, it's happening, and it's all because of Democrats. They love this. Well, something good happened at the Supreme Court today. Ballot harvesting took the loss. Score was 6-3. to three. Democrats will say, of course, it's racist. We'll talk about it after the break. And in our second half hour, a conversation with John Feinstein, author and columnist at the Washington Post, about the future of college football now that players... Beginning today, can make money on their names and likenesses. Stick around. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 831-21. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrustpittsburgh.com. 
mounds and mounds of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. Our cat mama, she's 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat. I have two cats, Zippy and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I just tried this wonderful, catalicious Dynavite for cats, and my cat has been on it for two weeks. She is not scratching anymore. She's not chewing anymore. It is just the best. I was thrilled when I heard Dynavite for cats was coming out because I would seen the changes in my dog. To introduce my cat to Dynavite, I took the advice from Dynavite and put their food on top of just a scoop in the bowl just to get them used to it because I know if I even switch one little thing, they put their nose up to it. There was not one problem. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Have you heard? Rodents are taking over. According to various news articles, recent COVID-19 related disruptions have caused abnormal behaviour in rodents, making them become more aggressive. Don't let your home or business be invaded with a disease-carrying rodent infestation. Keep them away with plug-in pest-free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-in Pestvery. Using the active wiring in your home or business, Plug-in Pestvery goes to work keeping rodents and pests away the more humane way without using toxic poisons or other harsh pesticides. Just plug it in. It's that simple. Now that's fair income. Stop the infestation and order yours today at gopestfree.com and receive a free hand sanitizer pen with every order using promo code PEN. That's go pestfree.com promo code P-E-N go pestfree.com promo code PEN don't spray and regret plug in and forget 2021 is the perfect time to add a healthy new habit to your daily wellness routine good nasal hygiene we all know there's bad stuff in the air allergens bacteria viruses and that some of it's very dangerous so what can you do to protect yourself well you can clean your nose with Navage Your nose is the body's air filter, and with Navage, you help your body defend itself by flushing out the crud and germs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage, the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage is easy to use, affordable, and it has over 40,000 online reviews averaging 4.7 stars. Join millions of Navage users to relieve congestion and allergies, breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. At Navage.com, CVS, Walgreens, Bed Bath, Target, and Rite Aid. You wash your hands and brush your teeth every day. Let 2021 be the year you start cleaning your nose with Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Navage. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Well, today's one of those days when you should be glad Donald Trump was elected president. Uh, the Supreme Court ruled today. And the score was 6-3 to three against a ballot harvesting and out-of-precinct voting. It upheld a ban on both of those things in Arizona. Democrats, of course, uh, say it's all about race and trying to suppress the black vote. Christopher Arps is on the National Advisory Board of Project 21, a black activist group. He's here to tell us that uh, his group is happy. Uh, Chris, thanks for being here. John, great. Thank thank you for having me. Appreciate it. So uh, what exactly happens, uh, just so people understand, with ballot harvesting and how widespread is it, especially in Democrat areas? Well, I think what the Supreme Court ruled today was that for anyone who believes in fair elections and elections that have integrity, that ballot harvesting, which is uh, placing uh, canisters or placing uh, ballot boxes all around the city for just anyone to come and pick them up, uh, pick up those ballots. Um, that's going to uh, people's houses, picking up ballots from them. And that even also kind of includes uh, sending out mass ballots to people who were just on the voting rolls. So the Supreme Court ruled today that that was illegal. And they also ruled with uh, absolute common sense that people that don't vote in their correct precincts, their vote shouldn't count. Um, that's just common sense to me. How much of a, a deal is uh, not voting in the precinct where you live? Uh, I mean, how well, I mean, I think it's important because elections should be, have rules, uniform rules that everyone can adopt and know that they're fair. And then if people can just go to any precinct uh, without uh, it being the correct precinct, 
the public can't know for sure if those votes are, are legal or should be counted. So I think there's rules in place that you vote in the precinct that you that you live in, and that just keeps the vote orderly. Yeah, but uh, but is that uh, is that something that's happening a lot now? The uh, uh, the out of precinct voting, you don't hear about well, that I as much what, as you do ballot harvesting. Well, I think what we've seen in the last COVID uh, pandemic during the election, I think almost anything can go. And I think yeah. you know uh, because of that, a lot of rules were relaxed and restrictions, and people were allowed to vote anywhere. Uh, that's not something that we want to keep in place. We want people voting in their correct precincts. Uh, Horace Cooper, who's the uh, Project 21 co-chairman, says there's a huge difference between partisan advantage and racial advantage. And advantage. What does he mean by that? Well, I, if I'd have to guess, I would say, you know, in terms of race, racial advantage, that's uh, trying to skew the laws in favor of uh, not having black people vote, making it harder for them. Um, it's something like this is just fundamental fairness that it's not trying to restrict your vote if someone is asking you for an identification. It's not trying to restrict your vote if, if uh, the election officials want to know who you are when you show up at the polls and that a valid form of identification showing your picture should be the standard instead of just a bill that could be easily reproduced. Um, and what would a loss in this case have meant? I mean, it, wh- where would we be if the uh, if it had gone the other way? I think it would have given a lot of credence to the Democrats' bill in the Senate that was just defeated S uh, S one. Within S one was a provision to allow ballot harvesting, and I think if the Supreme Court would have ruled that that was legal, I think that could have resurrected S one, or a lot of the activists would have wanted resurrected to say that this is uh, legal and that the Republicans are stopping it. Uh, because they don't want black people to vote. So I think this this decision stops that. Um, but the, the Democrats aren't going to give up on this. Um, the, the whole thing about any, uh, any attempt to uh, restrict voting is an attempt to prevent black people from voting. Uh, um, why is that still a thing with them? And uh, are... I mean, black people are still voting for Democrats in big numbers, but does the, uh, the does the average black voter think that you know that the that the that voting is a struggle and that it's you know they have to fight their way into the, the ballot box to get their vote placed? I think it is cast? what it is. I think what it is is the type of emotions and fervor that the Democrats elicit, especially in the minority voters, is something that has to be kindled regularly. And so, you know, you may not think that uh, voting thing is a big deal among most African-Americans, and maybe it's not if they're not thinking about it. But if it's constantly drummed to them in the liberal media and MSNBC and all those stations that Republicans are trying to take away your voting rights, they're trying to turn back the clock to the 60s, that's the type of fervor that they need uh, for black folks to come out in 20 and 22 and 24. Look, we can all see that the Biden administration is not doing well. You saw the reports yesterday in political about there's infighting and and uh, the work atmosphere in the vice president's uh, workspace there is not uh, healthy. So I think this is something that just uh, gin people's attention to something else and not on their horrible record. We're talking to Chris Arps. He's on the National Advisory Board at Project 21 and talking about the uh, Supreme Court's ruling today, uh, six to three that um, the laws in Arizona preventing ballot harvesting and uh, out-of-precinct voting is okay. Uh, They have a ban on it. Um, So what was it that happened in the Senate last week on this issue, Chris? Well, it was basically the Democrats' federal takeover of uh, election laws. You know, it's been the standard that states and localities are the ones that, that run their elections. Well, the Democrats wanted to take that over and use some of the emergency things that were happening during the COVID pandemic for uh, the election to make them permanent, such as ballot harvesting and not being able to show an ID. And uh, because the Senate is in the shape that it's in, it needed 60 votes in order to pass, um, and it did not. And, of course, this uh, gives credence to what the Democrats are saying, that Republicans want to just stop black people in voting. You put on top of that, the attorney general has sued Georgia and Texas, I think, or, or one of the states, um, saying that their voting laws are restrictive and discriminatory. 
So I think this is just a preview of their 2022 strategy. Now, what do you mean by that, a preview? What, what's their strategy going to be then? Well, if you look at inflation is rising, you look at uh, that the economy is not doing as well as it, as it really can. People are worried about their security, um, what's going on in Afghanistan. They're bringing soldiers, our soldiers home, which we should do that. But there's really no plan in place to make sure that America is safe and is not attacked by terrorists. Um, their economic policy is horrible. I just think that in the coming months and weeks, and we see the president also is not at his cognitive best. And as I said earlier, uh, Kamala Harris is, is not very well liked by the public and by his staff. I just think this is a deflection that they're going to have to need in order to uh, try to keep power, especially with the slim margins that they have in the Senate and in the House. And there's a lot of deflecting out there, isn't there? Um, <laughs> well, that's what they do well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, in a press release uh, today uh, by, the, uh, by Project 21, you said, quote, uh, let me have it here. Let me look at it here. It's ironic that ballot harvesting was prominently included in the recently defeated and grossly misnamed for the People Act. So it's been a bad week or two for Democrats, hasn't it, on this issue? It has, and, and thank God. I mean, I said, uh, you know, maybe it was tongue-in-cheek, I hope, that if the Democrats would have succeeded in H.R. 1 or S. 1, that I don't think I would have voted again. I don't think it would have been worth it because... Um, my vote would have been just disenfranchised. We would have known if it was cheating involved. Um, sending ballots to just anyone that is on voting rolls, when we all know they're notoriously not kept up to date, is just a recipe for voter fraud. And I think it's really ironic that the Democrats are becoming the best advocates for Republican uh, uh, voter reform. Just look what's going on in New York City. I mean, the ranked voting is a disaster. You've got the pro-police candidate who had a big lead. Um, is have, we're having a deja vu Donald Trump moment where his lead is slowly but surely slipping away, and, and he could lose it. So the Democrats are being the best, best advocates for real election reform, in my opinion. And that guy in, uh, in New York is not quite liberal enough for the, for the uh, people in New York City. Uh, he's kind of a, a law and order guy. He's a former cop. Um, it makes you makes you a little suspicious, doesn't it, that all of a sudden his lead is starting to disappear, just like Trump's did? It, it does, and you know, I would, I think that you can call him a, a, a law and order guy. I think you can also just call him a common sense guy. I mean, one of the candidates, I think, well, I think all the candidates were asked a question: Were they in favor of taking guns away from the police? And they all said yes, except for him. Wow. Um, and so uh, the headlines at the various liberal outlets uh, uh, in reporting this story today about the uh, Supreme Court's ruling, um, they all have the, I think everyone I saw, I just Googled it and looked real quickly. I didn't look at all of them, but I think everyone I saw had the word restrictive in it uh, uh, when referring to this decision. Uh, a similar uh, a, a headline goes something like this. Supreme Court upholds restrictive Arizona voting laws. And they that word makes it look the word restrictive is used as though it's a bad word that 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 they are restricting people from doing whatever they want to do when they cast their ballot. Uh, well, John, go ahead. Oh, I'm saying, well, John, that's the buzzword they use now is restricting. I mean, if you say that, hey, a person should have a valid ID to vote, that's voting restriction. If you say that a person should vote in the precinct uh, where they live, that's voter restriction. Anything that doesn't give the progressives carte blanche on changing voting laws in order to give them advantage, it's voter restriction. And I'm hoping that because of the Supreme Court decision that people uh, will begin to see through this and see that it's a bunch of baloney. Yeah, and um, uh, Justice Alito, in his majority opinion, this is what he wrote, uh, there's nothing democratic about the dissent's attempt to bring about a wholesale transfer of the authority to set voting rules from the states to the federal courts. Uh, why are the Democrats so intent on getting it away from the states and giving it to the federal? I think it's just part of the overall progressive liberal uh, thing that they want to have total control of our lives, of our health care system, of our of taxes, of the voting system. I think it just gives control from Washington. 
And also, I think it just gives them more opportunity to manipulate the system and put in laws that are advantageous to the Democrats. And uh, that's why I'm glad the Supreme Court ruled the way they did. And that's why we have to stop things such as what my other organization that I'm with, Americans for Citizen Voting. Um, we are trying to stop localities and school boards and, municip- and, mayor- and municip- municipalities from allowing non-citizens, those with green cards, to vote in elections. And you're seeing a growing movement all around the country and from Los Angeles to New Hampshire to Vermont that they're allowing uh, non-citizens to vote in our elections now. Yeah, they're voting in uh, things like uh, school board elections, which are very important, especially now with what's going on with, you know, Project 19 and critical race theory and all that. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. And and what is your other organization? It's uh, Americans for Citizens Voting. The the website is OnlyCitizensVote.org. Oh, that sounds like a good one. OnlyCitizens.Vote, yes. Now, let me ask you this. Um, Do uh, do you think that uh, the media... Uh, and the Democrats, which, are, of course, are the same thing, um, have they succeeded in convincing uh, the average black person that that uh, that there are people out there who don't want them to vote? I think they I think in a sense they have. But it's also ironic that if you poll black people and you talk about voter I.D., um, it's very favorable within the black community. So I think that uh, the Democrats' uh, line of saying that uh, we're, we're reverting back to the 60s and Republicans want to sick dogs on you when you go to the polls and ask you how many bubbles are in a bar of soap, I think that rhetoric is working, especially when they have put fear in the hearts of Americans when it comes to COVID and other things. The, the progressives in the media are all about fear, fear, fear. And that fear is so they can control you, give away some of your freedoms and your power. And it's all tied in, uh, in some ways, uh, at least, with uh, the critical race theory that's being pushed in schools now, Project uh, uh, 1619 and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it all kind of works together, doesn't it? It does. You know, I've been involved recently moderating a panel and uh, involved with another organization talking about CRT here in our local school districts in St. Louis. Uh, One of the organizations that I'm on the board on, um, this organization started because uh, one of the teachers in their school district sent out an email um, to other teachers saying that if parents inquire about the CRT and if it's being taught in the schools, to basically lie to them. And that email was leaked out and created quite a firestorm here. So uh, CRT, as we've seen all around the nation, um, is dividing people. And what I'm happy to see is it's not just uh, white parents uh, that are saying that this shouldn't be taught, don't indoctrinate my children with this, but we're seeing African-American parents, Asian parents, and parents of all kinds of races um, speaking out against this, that this is division that's not bringing us together. Yeah, um, and um, the, the the woman who it's interesting because I, I saw the a woman whose name escapes me right now who uh, turned her back during the anthem, the finished third in the hammer throw. Help me out on the name. Mm-hmm. But, uh, anyway, when I think something, I don't even try to remember. To be honest with you, John. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> they found a picture of her. Uh, I saw it online today, and they showed it next to the picture of her turning her back on the other two. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, athletes on the podium and it's a picture from her website from a few years ago she's r- basically r- almost wrapping herself on the flag with a big smile and saying how proud she is to be an american and and competing to try to get on the olympic team uh is that a, is that a sign that she's been brainwashed or is it a sign that you think that she sees where the money can be made these days I could. I think it could be a little bit of both. I think a lot of people get caught up in hysteria and the sheep uh, kind of herd mentality and feel uh, can change their views 160 like that. I personally, I don't even get mad uh, at these demonstrations like this anymore because that's what they want is their 15 minutes of fame. Right. And I just find it very ironic that when she goes to the Olympics and if she decides to do a demonstration like that, I think it's ironic that 98, 97% of the countries that they're there at the Olympics with her, she wouldn't be able to exercise those rights. So that's what I look at. Even though I may not agree with it, I look at the beauty of America that allows her to even do that without her being hauled off and <laughs> and put in some gulag somewhere. <laughs> hey, Chris, uh, where, where can people, uh, how can people uh, 
support Project 21? They can go to nationalcenter.org. That's where you'll find Project 21's uh, website within there. And you can also read the writings and press releases that my fellow members put out uh, probably daily. Okay, I appreciate it, Chris. Always good to have uh, someone from your organization on, and uh, hope to talk to you again. Thanks. John, great talking to you. Appreciate the time. All right, that's Chris Arps of the National Advisory Board of Project 21. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy reacts to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announcing that Congresswoman Liz Cheney has agreed to serve on a new select committee to investigate the January 6th riot at the Capitol. I was shocked that she would accept something from Speaker Pelosi. It would seem to me, since I didn't hear from her, maybe she's closer to her than us. I don't know. Representative Benny Thompson, chairman of the House Homeland Security Committee, will lead that panel. President Biden is in Surfside, Florida meeting with family members and first responders to the condo collapse. The death toll remains at 18. The Democratic-led House has approved a sizable $715 billion transportation bill. The bill includes spending for roads, rail, public transit, and water. On Wall Street, the Dow ahead 104 points, and the NASDAQ is up 13. This is SRN News. Let's be boring and do a commercial about cash-out refinances. It's Ryan, and our mortgage team will often have a listener say, I think I understand what a cash-out refinance is, but can't that be bad for you sometimes? So let's hit on that. As with anything, it's certainly not the right move for everyone. If we don't have to, we don't want to add a bunch of years onto our loan or increase our monthly payment too much or pay more in the long run. But because home values have skyrocketed so far up the last few years, while rates have come so far down, we've seen many scenarios where listeners today can pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in their home while lowering the years on the overall loan, while lowering their monthly payment, and lowering how much they ultimately pay. The key is to just look at the whole picture and be honest with yourself about your situation. If you're looking for someone to show you your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage maker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Dot or corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Hugh Hewitt says we need to dig deeper on the infrastructure deal. This deal is one that I probably would agree to if... So it's the kind of stuff, cement and steel, that we need. But, and this is a big but, is that all there is? Because changing the tax code and changing everything else is not part of this. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9 on AM 1250, The Answer. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. These days, physical distance can keep us safe and healthy, but emotional distance can strain relationships, especially if drugs or alcohol are involved. If substance abuse or addiction is creating a barrier between you and your child, you may feel alone and you may not know where to turn, but we're here to help you and your family. Partnership to End Addiction offers free resources, guidance, and support. Just a click away. To end addiction, start with connection. To learn more, reach out to us at drugfree.org. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in. iHeart or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Ending our Thursday afternoon, still really busy out there. Outbound 28 stacking up. 
from Route 8 to the Highland Park Bridge. Looks like about a 12-minute delay. Also, your outbound 28 ramp to the Highland Park Bridge is shut down for reconstruction through mid-September. Backed up on the inbound Parkway East 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West, still see those delays inbound. Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound 51, slowing as you approach Library Road. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer, weather. Tonight we'll have partly to mostly cloudy skies. It will be less humid late tonight. Expect a low of 57. Tomorrow, variable cloudiness with a thunder shower. We'll see a high tomorrow of 70. Mainly clear skies expected tomorrow night with a low of 56. Saturday, we'll see intervals of clouds and sunshine. We'll reach a high Saturday of 76. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. The reviews are amazing, as this is one product that actually works. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors, so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can be used in a carpet cleaning machine, and it's green, so it's safe for your family and pets. Genesis 950 is made in America. If you are tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial-strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for bathrooms, kitchens, floors, upholstery, and grease stains. Consider Genesis 950 before purchasing new carpets. Genesis 950 has great customer service. Order one gallon direct at Genesis950.com to receive a free spray bottle, free shipping, and $10 coupon using code PETS. That's $10 coupon using code PETS. That's Genesis950.com. Discount only available at Genesis950.com. Genesis 950, much cheaper than replacing your carpets. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer Pittsburgh skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer Pittsburgh. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. AM 1250, the answer. Charlie Kirk sees a fracture in the country. What is the left doing, if anything, to try to heal and mend our society right now? Do they even have an interest to do that? Do they actually want to bring this country together, or are they actually forcing the hand where this will either result in a fracturing or a totalitarian authoritarian moment? The Charlie Kirk Show, weeknights at 9 on AM 1250. The answer. Mounds and mounds of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. Our cat mama, she's 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat. I have two cats, Dixie and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them, to live long, healthy, happy lives. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I just tried this wonderful, catalicious Dynavite for cats, and my cat has been on it for two weeks. She is not scratching anymore. She's not chewing anymore. It is just the best. I was thrilled when I heard Dynavite for cats was coming out because I would seen the changes in my dog. To introduce my cat to Dynavite, I took the advice from Dynavite and put their food on top of just a scoop in the bowl just to get them used to it because I know if I even switch one little thing, they put their nose up to it. There was not one problem. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, any day now, you could be seeing a local car commercial starring some pit football players uh, as of today. The NCAA is allowing them to make money from their names uh, and their images and their likenesses. Uh, Pitt's quarterback, Kenny Pickett, actually uh, tweeted out there or somewhere, somebody tweeted it out today that he's had some offers. He had some offers when he woke up this morning already. He's been uh, told that he can make some money on this deal. And uh, John Feinstein writes about sports for the Washington Post. He's the author of multiple books, including one called A Civil War. Army versus Navy, and uh, he joins us now, I think. <laughs> We're ready to go. Hey, John, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. 
No worries, John. Glad to do it. So um, I gave the, uh, the producer the wrong phone number, which I've been known to do a lot. That's why we were a couple minutes late calling. I apologize for that. Uh, well, talk. I'm glad it wasn't my fault. That, that yeah. Usually things go wrong. It's my fault. So right, I'm glad right. for once it's not. So uh, will we be seeing uh, Navy midshipmen doing car commercials for a dealer in, in Annapolis anytime soon? Well, that's a very good question. Uh, obviously... Uh, the three service academies are should be um, affected by the new NIL laws or rules, excuse me, uh, the same as all the other schools. But since they are in the United States military, because they are already uh, midshipmen and cadets at the other two schools, uh, I'm not sure if the military will allow them to do it. Yeah, I only asked you that question because you wrote a great book about the Army-Navy rivalry, and that's my favorite uh, favorite Thank game, you. football game of the year. Uh, it's called too. the Civil War, yeah. Um, so um, the headline of your column today says, uh, Next up in the college football playoff, it's greed versus student-athletes. Bet on greed. Why is greed the favorite? I think I know the answer to that, but I want to hear you say it. <laughs> Well, I think greed has always been a favorite right. uh, when it comes to college athletics. And the thing that I think some people don't understand, John, that I was trying to make clear in the column, is it's not Mark Emmert. It's not the, the, the NCAA in Indianapolis. It's the college presidents. They run the NCAA. And I'm old enough to remember back in the 80s when people were first starting to talk about need, needing a playoff so that you would have the two best teams in the country supposedly playing for a national championship in each year. As you probably know, that didn't used to be the case. Uh, their answer was, oh, no, no, we can't have our student-athletes uh, playing any more games than they're already playing. They were playing 11 in the regular season at the time, and so we can't possibly have a playoff. Well, then, all of a sudden, uh, they found out they could make more money by having uh, a championship game. That was the Bowl Championship Series. Then they decided, well, we'll add a 12th game to the schedule in the regular season. And then the big time conferences added conference championship games. And then we had the college football playoff come into existence in 2014. So now the teams that play for the national championship play 15 games, John, because they play 12 regular season games, a conference championship game, and then two playoff games. My math says that's 15. So the concern of the college presidents for the so-called student athlete is to say the least minimal. Uh, their concern is for how much money they could possibly make. Uh, you know, they should be represented by Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. But uh, so that's why I think this 12-team playoff will be approved. The only question is, do they wait till the end of the ESPN contract so they can put it up for bid, or do they ne negotiate a mega, mega bucks deal with ESPN and start it in two years? Yeah, I'm uh, old enough. Uh, I remember when the Steelers played <laughs> 12 games. You know, that, yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, um, the but 60s, yeah. yeah, the NFL's had a 16-game schedule since 1978. Right, and and uh, think about this: that if they go, if they were to accept the proposal made by the subcommittee, you could have teams playing in the national championship game playing their 17th game. Yeah, which wow. means they'd be playing more games than the non-playoff teams play in the NFL. Wow. Well, the or actually the same amount. Yeah, the now it is, yeah. 17. yeah. I keep forgetting that. Yeah, well, the college football championship, uh, at least in my mind, has always been mythical because even with playoffs, it's based too much on voting for me. If there's voting involved, I'm not interested. So why will this make it any better or any worse or any more legitimate? Well, the only way it'll be better in my mind is that you know as well as I do that no team from outside the Power Five has a chance to play in the playoff under the current system. There have been 28 teams that have gotten into the CFP since it was created. Zero come from non-Power 5 schools, even though we've had undefeated teams like Central Florida, like Cincinnati last year. Uh, we had a Houston team that was 12-1 and and crushed Florida State in one of these so-called New Year's Six Bowl games, not a playoff game. Uh, now, at least with 12 teams, you'll get at least one, maybe two of those teams being given a chance to play against the big boys. And you and I both know that the best part of the NCAA basketball tournament are the upsets that happen the first weekend. 
That's, that, to me, is the best part of the tournament, and I think a lot of people agree with me. So you'll have those possibilities mm-hmm. if they go to 12 teams. The disadvantages are obvious in that it's, it's just too many games. Yeah. See, if, if they were to say, okay, we'll go back to 11 regular season games, and we'll get rid of the conference championship games, which have no meaning at all under this system because you're going to get in win or lose if you're in the SEC, for example, mm-hmm. uh, get rid of them and keep the num- maximum number of games a team can play at the same number, then I'd say good. But they're not going to do that. They're going to keep the 12-game schedule. They're going to keep uh, the cha- championship games. And you know how much kids, kids, players get beaten up during the course of a football season. Yeah. Now it'll only get worse. So what's so complicated about just having conference champions play each other in a tournament? I, I know that you know some conferences are uh, are much better than others, and and that uh, um, you know that, that it's kind of uneven. But they don't have a problem doing that in basketball, as you just said. They have a tournament where uh, a 16 seed plays a one seed. They never win, but you right. know they have a 12 seed against uh, the team. The teams, five, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So teams. Um, it's, there's a chance to have an upset, and it's and then and not all those games are blowouts. And no, not just, at all. What would be so hard about just having uh, every conference has a championship game that actually matters? Because if you win it, right. and and if and if a conference champion happens to be um, six, uh, seven, and five, and 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 beats a team that ends up uh, ten and two, too bad. That's the way it works. Yeah. What, why right. is that so right. complicated? That's the way it works in the one big conferences in basketball. You're yeah. right. Uh, it wouldn't be all that complicated. The, the, the problem is they don't want today being the people running the college football playoff, and, and those are presidents. Let's remember that. Yeah. Uh, they don't want, and the, the, the Power Five schools don't want to guarantee five spots because that's what you'd be doing. There are 10 FBS conferences. There's the, the uh, so-called Power Five, and then there's the Group of Five, and they don't want to guarantee five spots out of 12 to non-Power 5 conferences. They want, they want to say, well, we'll give you one, maybe two. And I don't think there's – and by the way, you know as well as I do that the teams that out of the, out of the group of five that make the tournament, they're going to be playing their first-round game on the road against somebody. Right. They're not going to be cut any slack. But in your way, I'd be very happy with that. You know, ten conference champions – Two at larges who would, I'm sure, obviously come from power conferences, uh, and go ahead and play and see what happens. Yeah, I, I've actually, and I covered sports for a long time. I actually um, have no interest in the playoff. I mean, I, I have interest in the games themselves, and I'll watch the games because I like the matchups. But the, but I don't consider who wins a real champion. It just doesn't. It just to me, it's just stupid. And so, yeah, well, and it's been that way really forever. Yeah. Where like as you said, because it's so much based on on polls and, and voting and and you know now you have this so-called college football playoff committee which is dominated by the power five schools i think out of the thirteen members nine of them or ten of them are power five school guys in one way shape or form uh... so clearly again a team like cincinnati last year which was undefeated playing in a very solid conference the american athletic conference which has a number of very good teams uh... in it had no chance no chance. Notre Dame was going to get that fourth spot, even though they were embarrassed by Clemson in the ACC championship game when Clemson had their starting quarterback in the game, which they did not when they played in the regular season. So it, it, it's a joke no matter how you, you slice it. And I, I don't know how you totally solve it, but your way with just, okay, you know, 10 conference champions are in, two at-large teams. There'd still be some controversy over that, but at least everybody in every conference would get a fair shot. I even have a plan for the at-large teams. It would not be based on any sportscaster uh, voting on it who may not have ever seen the, either of the two teams play. It would be based on a record, their record, and you know uh, the strength of schedule based on the opponents they played. It wouldn't be that hard to come up with a, uh, with a mathematical a formula. formula to do it. Yeah, um, yeah now they, they would tell you that the, the CFP has a formula, 
But what happens is they say, okay, we have this formula, but uh, we decided to just ignore it because we, we liked it better this way. It's the same thing that happens in basketball mm-hmm. every year. You, you see teams that, uh, you, you know, you mentioned like a team that goes 26-4 and four right. in a one-bid conference and then loses a championship game. And they've got impressive wins on the road back in November and December uh, over, over power teams, uh, you know, the so-called guarantee games. And the committee goes, yeah, they were really impressive. They had a great season enjoy the NIT. Yeah. Well, uh, and and you, you've had similar things happen in football, too, obviously. And, and to me, they, they, they're, they're, it's a myth that, that Cincinnati is, uh, belongs to the same league, if I can use that word, as Alabama. They don't. They're, because they're not allowed to play them. Uh, no, no, well, if, that's right. If they can go 26-0 and in a football season, and nobody's going to give them a chance to prove whether or not they can stay with Alabama. They're not in the same league. They don't. They're right. not. But and so it's to me. That's why I just have no patience for it. Well, and 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 as I said in the column, you know, you could get a nine-zero vote in the Supreme Court demanding that a group of five team get into the current playoff system, and it still wouldn't happen. Right. Um, right. It's just not going to happen. And and that's why I thought it was very cool a few years ago when when Central Florida went fourteen and zero. They beat the two teams that played for the national championship. Yeah, they beat one in the bowl game yeah. and they beat one in the regular season, and they declared themselves. They just declared themselves national champions, and the people in Alabama went crazy. And I said, "Good for you, Central Florida. You know, you went yeah. fourteen and zero. Why shouldn't you declare yourself national?" That's right. Champions? I liked it. We're talking to John yeah. Feinstein. He writes sports for the Washington Post. He's the author of multiple books. And I wanted to get to this before we go. Uh, just this other th- this other part of the story has being forced to allow these. Uh, current players to make money on the side is it is it about to make or has it made the NCAA irrelevant? Not yet, because they still uh, control the basketball tournament, and the basketball tournament is the biggest money okay. maker in college sports. It's a multi billion dollar contract. So as long as they control the basketball tournament, and the current contract is supposed to run through twenty thirty two, wow, um, they 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 will still be relevant. But their their absolute power has certainly been diminished greatly. And the fact that, if you want to know what the, who the NCAA is, they actually went to the Supreme Court to, to try to fight off the notion of players being given laptop computers and right. getting internships after they graduate as part of being a scholarship athlete. They fought that all the way to the Supreme Court. They, of course, lost 9 nothing with a court that's probably as conservative as any we've ever seen. And that has certainly diminished their power. And obviously the new rules that they were, that were shoved down their throat on name, image, and likenesses will also diminish their power. Okay, I'm going to finish here. I've got about a minute and a half left, and I'm going to run my idea by you because I want to get your take on it. Uh, they talk about you know these kids uh, that getting, getting tuition isn't enough, and uh, they should be paid more because of how much money is made and all that stuff. Here's my plan, and I'll do it quickly. You pay the kids cash. You pay them enough to pay for the cost of tuition and room and board at the school they're going to go to. If they have uh, the ability to take to diminish that number by the usual stuff, which is uh, you know financial uh, wherewithal and uh, and academics sometimes, uh, only the admissions department determines whether the kid gets in. The coach has nothing to say about it. No more bogus majors. No more bogus courses. The kid gets fifty three thousand dollars a year to go to Alabama because that's what it costs for an out of state kid. If he'd only cost him thirty five thousand to go there, he keeps the eighteen thousand. If it costs him the fifty three, he's got a, he's got a free college education. Well, a lot of your idea is quite lovely, but it's as likely to happen <laughs> yeah, right. as. You know, yeah. me flying to the moon to right. tonight. Yeah. Uh, it's just not. And 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 the one thing that that will never happen is, especially at the major schools, the coaches are always going to have power to get players in who can play. Right. If you can play, you're getting in school. And and, and even even the Ivy League lowers its academic standards uh, for athletes. Yeah. Now. Most of them graduate. Most of them are, you know, are, are still bright kids and can still graduate, but they're kids who, if they weren't athletes, would have no chance to get in school. Well, I'm out of time, but uh, one of these days I'll t- we'll talk about how baseball and hockey players never have to worry about academics and, and on their way to becoming pros, but uh, I'm out of time. <laughs> Thanks, John. I appreciate it. My pleasure, John. Take okay. care. John Feinstein, The Washington Post. We'll be right back.
It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 831-21. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrpittsburgh.com. AM 1250, the answer. AM 1250theanswer.com. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. And Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You will receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code STAG. That's where you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, I want to run that, uh, I want to run my my plan by you real quick. I only have about a minute and a half left here. Um, they talk about these kids uh, don't get paid to play college football and basketball. And let me, I, I looked up what Alabama costs. I think the tuition is like $40,000 a year for an out-of-state uh, student. And then the room and board's like twelve or thirteen thousand bucks a year or something like that. Anyway, it's about fifty thousand dollars a year for a kid to go there. Would he feel like he's being paid if, when he showed up on campus, they handed him a check, a check for fifty thousand dollars, and they said, uh, "Listen, we looked at your financial situation and some of the other things that we uh, use to determine what someone should pay, and we're actually we're going to give you about fifteen thousand dollars off of off that bill, but." Uh, but uh, you can you have to pay it, and then you don't get into school unless you go through the same process that everybody else does. You apply, they look at your grades, your SATs, whatever it is they look at these days, and if you get in, you get in. And uh, at the end of uh, four years, you've you've been paid two hundred thousand dollars, and you have a, your education is paid for, and you don't have any loan payments. That seems like a pretty good deal to me. And it, and it eliminates a lot of the BS that goes with uh, college sports these days. And But as John Feinstein said, it'll never happen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.